0: Go ahead.
1: Some days it's tough to read or watch the news. Terrorist bomb kills 20 and injures dozens in market square. Corporation lays off thousands of workers announcing all production will go offshore. Multi-car crash shuts down Interstate for six hours. Because of these realities, it can be difficult to connect with the Apostle Paul's command for us to give thanks in everything, 1 Thessalonians 5, 18. Give thanks in everything? Is that even possible when so many things go wrong, both around the world and in our own lives? Thankfully, the answer is yes, and the scriptures show us how. During the reign of King Jehoshaphat in Judah, God's people once again faced difficult times. Yet they found a way
2: to
0: remain thankful, and so can we. Okay, we mentioned uh, King Jehoshaphat, and of course the lesson today is give thanks anyway. Anyway. Anyway, no matter what the situation or circumstance you find yourself in, you give thanks anyway. Now we, before we get, notice the, uh, what's the, what's the, uh, the point of the lesson?
1: We can give thanks in
0: every situation. Okay, we can give thanks in every situation. As I mentioned already, when you think you have it bad,
2: Mm -hmm. remember
0: there's always somebody else who have it much, much worse. And that's all the more reason to give thanks anyway. Now, we mentioned uh, the the Bible meets the world mentioned Jehoshaphat. And so let's give us a, a background on terms of the setting before we get to the verse. The events described in 2nd Chronicles 20 took place following the division of the northern and the southern kingdoms as recorded in 2nd Chronicles chapter 10. The northern kingdom of course was known as Israel, the southern kingdom was called Judah. The capital of the southern kingdom was Jerusalem and Jehoshaphat was the fourth king to reign in Judah. The events found in this story concern Jehoshaphat and the people of Judah. Okay, now let's look at um, the first passage. The point is, we give thanks in every situation. So let's look at the, the first verse, verses uh, 20, uh, chapter 20, verse 10 to 12. On page 123
3: of 2nd Chronicles. Here are the Amorites, the Moabites, and the inhabitants of Mount Who You did not let Israel invade them when Israel came out of the land of Egypt. But Israel turned away from them and did not destroy them. Look how they repay us by coming to drive us out of your possession that you gave us as inheritance our God, will you not judge them, for we are powerless before this vast number that come to fight against us. We do not know what to do, but we look to you."
0: Okay, we don't know what to do, but we look to you. According to 2nd Chronicles, Mm -hmm. according to 2nd Chronicles chapter 17, And verse 6, Jehoshaphat was a good king whose mind rejoiced in all the ways of the Lord. He was always rejoicing and giving thanks for what God was doing. However, after Jehoshaphat formed an alliance with Ahab, king of the northern kingdom, God's wrath turned against Jehoshaphat because he helped the wicked and loved those who hated the Lord. Okay, so he had a transitional change in his attitude towards God, and that's according to um, chapter 19 and verse 2 of Second Chronicles. As a result, God allowed Judah's enemies to form a coalition united in the purpose of defeating Judah and taking possession of their land. This coalition came from the other side of the Dead Sea and consisted of the Ammonites, the Moabites, and as we read, the inhabitants of Mount Seir. Jehoshaphat's initial response upon hearing of an imminent invasion was tremendous fear. He was trembling with fear. King Jehoshaphat assembled the people of Judah and resolved to seek the Lord according to chapter 20, verses 3 and 4. All right. What do you do in a situation like that? You seek God, right? You pray. You find out Lord, what do you want me to do? What should I do in a situation like this? Is that a normal response that people have whenever they find themselves in difficulties? Yeah. Yeah. No.
1: Yeah. What's the
0: most common response?
1: Yeah. They're They're they can do it themselves.
0: One at okay. To, they try to do it
1: themselves.
0: They try to take matters into their own hands? Mm-hmm.
1: I said the same thing.
0: Okay. <laughs> Anybody else?
1: But I think um so to God because you already know that's too much of the Because you already know, know all of these people are coming up against you, so there's nothing you can really do. So. Mm-hmm. Nobody says that's not the normal thing they would yes, do. Not. They would just think yeah, that yeah. so uh, yeah. um, yeah. but, yeah. but if you know that it's gonna be all these people against you and you don't have no chance, what's the point of you
0: trying to do it? Okay, let's look at it. let's look at question two. What are some situations that make you feel powerless? That's exactly how George Sabat felt, powerless. What are some situations that would make you feel powerless?
3: When, when you know, when you know people are strong and you you know, you get happier, you get… Okay. You get up, yeah.
0: When the opposition seems overwhelming? Yes. Okay.
3: Yeah. What other situations? When you know it's then you can go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. That's basically. The government might declare this and such. You know, (laughs) has to be done by each person. You know, I think you feel powerless. You have to obey.
0: Well, think about all those people who were who were caught in in uh, President Trump's recent uh, ban on those countries. Those people felt you know powerless. You know, uh, I mean, you you you're on your way to a country, and all of a sudden this thing comes down, and then you can't go there anymore. You know, what, you know we, we see situations like this all the time, uh, medical situations that come up. You know, when you, you go to the doctor and you hope that the doctor will give you an answer or a solution to the problem, and the doctor says, I'm sorry, we don't know what's wrong.
1: Uh, or it's nothing,
0: nothing we can do. Okay, that's a situation where a person can feel uh, powerless. Uh, you know, a person loses a loses uh, their home, probably their home uh, catches fire, burns down, and they don't have any insurance. It's not a situation if you're powerless. And then there are so many other scenarios that we could think of.
1: Don't have power from
0: DC. No, well, when you don't know have power from DC. You gotta do it like
1: That's that's
0: literal powerless. Literal powerless. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was at home one day and I was fixing a a, a, a a little um machine that I have, and uh, it was really it was really a tedious task, and I'm I'm the screwdriver and the little thing trying to get and the power goes off. Oh boy, wow. in the dark. I said, what a time for the power to go off. You know, it was a delicate operation. I didn't need power to go off.
2: You know, I tried
0: to go get my cell phone and put on the light, the flashlight, and try to... I said, oh boy, BBL, you really did it this time. Okay, but there are so many scenarios we can think of that would cause us to feel powerless in, in certain situations. Okay. Um... Let's look at the Bible meets life. Uh, no, the the activity. See the activity
3: there.
0: Well, you know what? Let's read. Let's read the par- Let's read the paragraph and read the verse first, and then go from there.
3: i like famous biblical personalities, such as David and Moses. Joseph didn't isn't a household name in modern times. Mm-hmm. Yet he was undoubtedly an interesting figure in history. He was a king for one thing. More importantly, he sought God's favor in everything he set out to do. Yeah, go on. He sought to retain the nation to the worship of Yahweh. Mm-hmm. He sent the Levites and priests throughout the towns of Judah, teaching the people from the book of the Lord's instruction. He made sweeping judicial reforms, charging the judges to be just and impartial in their rulings, keeping in mind they do not judge for man, but for the Lord. Despite these positive steps, Joe could still face attacks from his enemies. In fact, more neighbors, the nation surrounding Judah, was coming, holding <coughs> their forces, preparing to attack and destroy God's people. When Joe Hosea found out about their plans, he called the nations to prayer. In his prayer, Jehoshaphat reminded the Lord of their history, how he had driven out their enemies in the past and given the land to Israel. He mentioned the promises God had made to the people and their promises to God. Then he ended with a simple statement, "We do not know what to do.
1: Right
0: okay, go ahead, continue reading on the next page.
1: Continue <laughs> to read next page.
0: the <laughs> no next page. Next page.
1: Oh, continue
0: so. on the next page.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: no one
3: likes to hear leaders' other such discouraging words. But your host didn't stop there. He added one more phrase, we look to you. Mm -hmm. At times, we all reach a place where we recognize we are facing something bigger than our friends. Mm -hmm. That we don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. In those moments, we can say, God, I don't have the power to fix this. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what to do, but I look to you. Mm -hmm. No matter what happens, we can be thankful. Not because everything will look. But simply. Because we can look
0: to God. Okay. Amen. Amen. Interesting verse right? Oh. So we see why it's important to commit. Our works to the Lord. Every day. You don't know what's going to happen. On a particular day. And so you commit it to the Lord. And you trust him. To guide you direct you, and help you. Notice he, he, he said, you know, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Yes. What else have we noticed there? Three points, notice. He sought to return the nation to worship, to the worship of Yahweh. And then he sent the Levites and priests throughout the towns of Judah, teaching the people from the book of the Lord's instructions. He made sweeping judicial reforms, charging the judges to be just and impartial in their rulings, keeping in mind they do not judge for man but for the Lord. What else do we note there that stand out? As we look at our times and the relevancy of our times. Hmm? He sought God for everything. Do we do that? No. No.
2: No.
0: on a regular basis I had a situation last week um, sitting in the office uh, Skype rings I answer it and uh, one of my bosses uh, my, my boss has two two children one is a doctor, a pediatrician in, in, in New York and the other one works at the, at the company and, and he called and he said um, uh, remember that permit that animal permit you got for me we can't find it we need another one. That's a whole boy. Well, the, the, the sister, the doctor, she has a little dog, a little poodle type dog. And whenever she's coming home to Nassau, she's going to get a permit from the Department of Agriculture to bring the dog with her. Okay, otherwise they won't let the dog in. And so she would normally let me know ahead of time and I'd go to the agriculture and I'd get this permit. It takes 48 hours. And, uh, and so, I asked him, I said when she's coming, he said tomorrow. I said, whoa, no way, you're not gonna get that. Uh, Well, she she had had moved, she was moving, she got a job in Tampa, I believe, and she was moving from New York to Tampa and and she misplaced the permit. Somewhere she couldn't find it. So I needed another one. So I said, boy, I don't know if we could do that. I don't know if you could get that. So I said, when I, when I hung up on him, I, I, I went to my files, and I, I pulled out my file with the receipt in it, and I called the department. And I told the lady, I said, I got a, I got a permit from you on November 9th, and it was misplaced. I need, a, need to know if you can give me a copy. They said, no, we don't do that.
3: Sure.
0: I said, uh, um, well, it was, it was really, you know, is there anything you can do? She said, well, it depends on my workload. I don't know if we can find that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I said, uh, I, I'll, I'll try. It I said, okay, can I come now? She said, yeah, you can come. So I, I went down there, and uh, I took the permit, the, the receipt, and gave it to the lady. The lady said, okay, have a seat right here. Came out, and then they took a, probably about 10 minutes, and this lady came. Boy, I could see the look on her face. And she came back up with the receipt, and she looked at me. Ooh, who's Prince. <laughs> I was almost afraid to say me, <laughs> you know. And she looked at me and she said, "We don't do this. You can't afford to lose your permit." She gave me a copy. <laughs> what is <was> that? <laughs> I walked in. What about I walked inside? I put that. I put that on the seat and I said, "Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus." I'm so glad I committed my works to you today and you made this possible to you be all the glory you know it's it, it, you've you got to come to the point like Jehoshaphat where you feel to the point where you're helpless Lord there's nothing we could do there's nothing I could do in a situation like that so I went back to the office and I scanned it and I emailed it to them and I said as requested attached it the attachment and uh, and copied I sent it to the to, to, to son and copied it to his sister and I got a response back from her thank you very, thank you so much Boy, she didn't know what I had to go through I, I, haven't even, I haven't even told her okay but you know we come when we come to that point in our lives that's when God moves and works on our behalf in a way that only He can so we see how important it is to commit our everything to the Lord everything leaving nothing out now we have an activity there on what page is that? Did anybody do that activity?
1: On the I just missed. That. missed it.
0: <laughs> well, let's look at it. Uh, notice this. Jehoshaphat felt powerless in the presence of his enemies. In what types of settings or situations do you often feel a loss of control? Circle all that apply.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Look at them finances, relationships, illness, travel, conflict, politics, church, retirement, personal health, fashion, parenting, education. I guess we've all been impacted oh, oh. by all of these, right? <laughs> all right, choose one of the categories <laughs> you marked above. And I guess if we had to mark, we'd probably mark all of oh, these,
3: right? we yes.
0: circle. circle all of them. <laughs> Just one big circle around all of them,
2: because
0: I think we've all been impacted. it. What do you have to be thankful for in this particular area? Well, I guess we can um, single out one that is most significant than the others, and uh, and then make a note of what you have to be thankful for in that particular area. Anyone? Uh, any of those stand up?
1: Illness. Illness. the
0: control. Okay, illness. Okay. Uh, that's something that many people can identify with. Any others?
1: Finance, because I work for myself, so... Mm-hmm. You know, you have to know it's in God's hands. If somebody walks through your door or not, mm-hmm. business, you know? Okay. I have
0: finances there. Finances, okay.
3: it's
0: Alright, finance. Anybody else? Any other ones other than finance? Okay.
3: Finance. Personal health? Hmm? Finance and personal Finance and personal
0: health. health. Finance and personal health, okay. Okay. Uh, let's look at the other one. Okay, let's continue this story with, Jambi, the story by jumping to verses fourteen to seventeen, where we find a solution to the problem God's people were facing. As we will see, this was a solution that re, was a solution that required a tremendous amount of faith. Let's look at the other passages. Um, Second Chronicles. Chapter 20, verses 14 to 17, and on 124.
2: Anybody? In the middle of the congregation, the okay. Spirit of the Lord came to Jehaziel, mm-hmm. son of Zachariah, son of Baniiah, son of Jeziel son of Mataniah, a Levite from Asaphat's descendants, and said, Listen carefully, all Judah and your inhabitants of Jerusalem and king of Jehoshaphat. This is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast number for the battle is not yours, but God's. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow go down against them, Mm -hmm. you will see them coming up the ascent, and you will find them at the end of the valley, facing the wilderness of Jericho. Mm -hmm. You do not have to fight this battle. Position yourselves, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord. Mm -hmm. He is with you. Judah and Jerusalem, do not be afraid or discouraged, tomorrow go out and face them, for Yahweh is with you.
0: Okay, question number three, what can you learn from these verses as you face your own battles? Be still and know, <laughs> what does God say to them? You don't have to fight this battle, the battle. Is not your how many times we take on fights that are not ours? Because
1: he keeps
3: telling us he's with us and he never leaves off. We need to continue to ask Lord, give us the faith to believe this because he tells us yes. I am with you, I'll be with you to the end. What a wonderful failure we have. Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: Sometimes you don't want to bother cause with every little thing, you know. That's what we think. Yeah,
3: we like to think. About you know, we, you know what we think? We think, oh
0: Lord, there's so many more problems in this world. My little problemy is too it's in you know, insignificant. You know, that is always the case. With, but Sister Brenda
3: said, "I always say, Lord, you
1: said you never leave your person, and you know it just happens. It's all in line. Just as a reminder."
0: That's right. You I mean, don't
1: need to remind me of
0: that. This reminds me of the time when I got sued. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jesus.
0: Wow. I got sued. And I remember when I got the summons. And you know those, those legal mumble jumble stuff? You yeah. know? And, boy, that was scary. <laughs> you know? It was really... Because see, I was, I was in a strange land in the United States. When did to what? do the Lord's work. To do God's work. Right. And this comes up. Yeah. And you know, I had an accident for a couple of months before. And, and the guy decides to sue me and the rail car company. And uh, when I got that man, I said, you know my first response was? I remember Jehoshaphat. This battle is not yours. It's the Lord's. And I said, the only reason why I'm here is because you brought me here. You put me a reason. So this is not my battle. And guess what? The next day, another letter came. And this time it was from a law firm in Tallahassee that was hired by the rental car company to defend the lawsuits and the letter said you don't have to do anything uh in essence you don't even have to come to to tell us to give a deposition if we need a deposition we'll come to jacksonville and get it i said wow that's the way god works the battle is not yours and you know we were there for five years and for that entire five years of that lawsuit was, in, was going back and forth. They said, we'll send you all the information, everything that's going on. And they got a, I got a box to that high with papers. Oh, shit. Wow. Every so often the papers came from the lawyers and they were negotiating with this guy and, this, and, the, and the car company and, and so on and so forth. And uh, when we left and we came back home, it was resolved after we got back home. Oh,
1: okay.
0: After we got, even they, they were sued for $15,000. When we got back home, it was settled, we got a letter said, it was settled for $10,000 um, without prejudice. And I said, praise the Lord. And you know what? Because I committed that to the Lord, I could continue to go on with what I actually went there to do, didn't have to worry. The only time I remember that lawsuit was when something came from the lawyer. And sometimes I didn't even open it, I just took it threw to it in the box. Lord, you're taking care of this. And this is what Jehoshaphat did. Lord, the battle is not mine. This is your battle, Lord. And that's the attitude that we need to take. Okay, let's look at the paragraphs that uh, beneath that verse.
3: Anybody?
0: Yeah, anybody read it. God
3: gives us encouragement when we need it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it comes from unexpected places. Right in the middle of the crowd, praying with OK was a man named Jehazel. God used him to both challenge and encourage his people. Do not be afraid of or discouraged <laughs> because of this vast number. For the battle is not yours. <laughs> yours. Okay, no
0: continue on in the next. Huh? Continue on on page
2: 2126.
3: Okay. Why should we be thankful? In a broken world. That's right, right. yeah. Yes. Okay. Because the Bible is not us. Mm -hmm. The Bible belongs to God. Mm -hmm. If you belong to Christ, you are a child of God. Consequently, any attack against you is an attack against Him. Mm -hmm. Lord open our eyes and Mm you will realize Mm -hmm. this. We can't solve every problem, Mm -hmm. nor do we always know what to do, but we can take three steps based on Jesus' word. put away fear and discouragement. Mm -hmm. Ever felt like you being attacked from different directions? Mm -hmm. In those moments, we should do as the people of Judah did, set aside our fears, trust, and wait for God to act to position yourself and stand still. In verse 18 we see God's people taking take a stand on their knees. Mm -hmm. They would not be moved from their trust in God, Mm -hmm. and they fell down before the Lord Mm -hmm. to worship him. Watch God at work. Mm -hmm. Let me flee We miss opportunities to watch God work. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we have to stand firm, lay aside the fear and the discouragement, and stand on our faith until we see what God will do. Mm -hmm. God may answer quickly, or we may have to stand firm for a season. Either way, he's with us. His presence is ample reason to be thankful. Even in our difficulties. Okay. So we thank you. <laughs> Amen.
0: <laughs> Amen. Yeah. So we see the three points that the three steps uh, based on Jehaziel's words. As so we can put away fear and discouragement, position yourself and stand still and watch God at work. You know, and I told you a story about the lawsuit. But you should, have heard, you should hear the story of what came before the lawsuit, okay? And we don't have the time to go through that yet, but uh, it's amazing uh, what God was able to do. And so that's why when the lawsuit came, I could say to the Lord, Lord, this is bigger than me. You know, we went, to, we went there because we felt the Lord directed us to go there to do his work. And uh, when my, my wife and my children came back for a wedding, sister's wedding, and when they were ready to come back, the U.S. Uh, immigration would not let them come back. That's the first part of the story, and, uh, and then we were homeschooling, and um, there was a nationwide strike and UPS uh, was not delivering material that we had, so that's another, you know, and, it, and, and so uh, I had to rent a car and drive to, to Pensacola Christian to purchase the curriculum, and on my way to Pensacola was when the accident happened, okay, oh, the devil was really trying to take us out, yeah. you know, we don't want you there, and we had heard stories of other people who were there. Uh, the person who was, who was uh, in charge of the working, and his wife were moving from Savannah, Georgia to Jacksonville, driving a van, on the highway, the van caught fire, going yes. down with all this stuff and including their passports and everything. That's was the first part of the story. And it just went on and on and on, you know, and uh, we, 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 I ended up coming back home, going through all this rigmarole with the immigration to get my wife and children straight for us to get back. And then about eight months later was when the lawsuit came. Okay, and it went on and on from there, but uh, you know we look at what God is capable of doing and when he does it, we can, when these things happen, we can stand up and say, Lord, the battle is not mine, the battle is the Lord's. Okay, so we see what Jehazel the the steps. Uh, what can we learn from verse uh, number three? Question number three, what can we learn from these verses as we face our own battles? As we face our own battles, what can we learn from these verses? Don't
1: be discouraged.
0: Don't be discouraged. That's one of the steps that he mentioned, right? Don't be afraid. Don't be be discouraged. Be still. Stand still and watch God work. Okay. Uh, Let's look at the uh, question number four. What are your favorite ways to express praise and thanks to God? Your favorite ways of expressing praise and thanks to God? Anybody have a particular way that they use? (laughs) Okay. Sing. Some people sing psalms. Okay, sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. That's a good way. Anybody else? Tell Tell something else? I
1: mean, tell people about God's goodness. Testify
0: yeah. of the goodness of the Lord. That's another good way. Anyone else? Okay, we got moving on. Boy, time is already gone. Uh, we conclude by uh, looking at verses 22. Uh, 20 to 22 and 29 to 30. And doing so, we'll see exactly what happens when God fights a battle on our behalf or on behalf of his people. So let's look at those verses as we try to wrap it up here now. Uh, go ahead. Someone want to read that?
1: Verse 20. In on. the morning they got up early and went out to the wilderness of Tekoa. As they were about to go out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in Yahweh your God, and you will be established. Believe in his prophets, and you will succeed. Then he consulted with the people and anointed some to sing for the Lord, and some to praise the splendor of his holiness. When they went out in front of the armed forces, they kept singing, give thanks to the Lord for his faithful love endures forever. The moment they began their shouts and praises, the Lord set an ambush against the Ammonites, Moabites, Hmm. and the inhabitants of Mount Seir, who came to fight against Judah, and they were defeated. The terror of God was on all the kingdoms of the lands when they heard that Yahweh had fought against the enemies of Israel. Then Jehoshaphat's kingdom was quiet, for his God gave him rest on every side.
3: Amen.
0: (laughs) See, it was God's battle. God fought his battle. Question number five. How does being a thankful person advance your witness for Christ? Hmm? Anybody? How being a thankful person advance your witness not? Know, no matter what, all hell is broken loose all around you. Everybody's in a panic. But you are, your attitude is different. Your persona is different. You're thankful. And because you're thankful.
3: The more you thank God, you're free, you the live more liberty you get. Just keep thanking Him. Okay. Boom, the, <laughs> the sun free, is free indeed.
0: People are going to stop and say, well, yeah, what's,
3: it's with it's with it's it's what's with you?
0: I mean, every, all hell is broken. Everybody's in a panic. Everybody's running around. But look at you. What's, what, what do you have that we don't have? Because they
1: want to find out what is, what is the answer you doing. be so calm. Young? Okay. So
0: they would be quiet yeah. and maybe lead them
1: to the
2: Lord.
0: So we see that being thankful is a tremendous witness for Christ. Yeah. Right? Because people are going to want to know why you're so thankful when so many things is going on all around you. Oh, peace. Okay. The last paragraph on page 127. When we act on our faith in Christ and thank him, regardless of what we may see at the moment, we experience his presence, power, and peace. That experience only strengthens us for the next time we face a battle. The secret to a thankful life It's trust in Christ. Do you see it? When you you deal, when you allow God to fight the first battle, when the other one comes, you've already been through that. You're a a veteran. (laughs) So you know what to do, right? Back to the point. We can give thanks in every situation. No matter what or how bad it is. Okay, let's look at the... Live it out as we wrap up here because time is already gone. But let's look at this real quickly before we go. How will you live a life of Thanksgiving this week? Consider the following suggestions Praise, set aside time each day to praise God for the blessings in your life. Praise will lead to a greater level of thankfulness in your heart. Remember that song Count Your Many Blessings, name them one by one, and it'll surprise you. People. Do that every day, and then list. It's easy to create a list of good things for which we are thankful. Instead, make a list of things that are difficult to be thankful for. Beside each item, write reasons why you can be thankful. That's another good one. And then share. Be vocal in expressing your thanks to others throughout this week. When appropriate, share how your thankfulness is connected to your trust in God. And then finally, give thanks in everything. That's a radical concept to be sure, but it's also a wonderful way to live. And it can only be accomplished by trusting everything
3: to Christ. Every single thing trusted to Christ. Amen?